Alexa, play Whitney Houston. Okay. With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get access to over 50 million songs. Download the Amazon Music app today. Hey, this is Dan Marino. Hi, Ryan Tannehill from the Dolphins here. Hi, this is Larry Zonka. This is Mark Super Duper. I'm John Offerdahl. This is Paul Warfield. Hi, this is Nick Bonacani. This is Jake Scott. Gary Premian. Dick Anderson. Larry Little. Tom Vigorito. Don Nottingham. Otto Stowe. Mike Colon. Doug Kruzan from the 1972 undefeated Miami Dolphins. This is Marlon the Magician Briscoe. I'm Jim Crash Jensen. This is Don Shula, and I listen to the Pat Catello Show. It's the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello. Join us now as we talk Dolphin football or call in live with your questions or comments. And now here's your host, Pat Catello. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Miami Dolphins Legend Show, a uh, special Sunday night edition as uh, the uh, Christmas holiday rolls near. And, uh, of course, this is not a uh, dolphin celebration as the Miami Dolphins season has, uh, for all intensive purposes, come to an end as they uh, lose to the Jacksonville Jaguars, the previously four-win Jacksonville Jaguars, uh, uh, 17-7, and just... uh, just an abysmal, terrible day, uh, terrible performance all around the board. And uh, obviously, you know, it, it's very deflating um, for the Miami Dolphins to have a showing like they did today um, where they've actually been pretty good at home. And this was just uh, this was just something that you, uh, you, you know, you, you didn't expect, I think, even with all the stuff that's gone on on the road. They've been pretty good at home. So, Ryan Tannehill, 15 for 22, 146 yards, one touch, one pick, and uh, just ugly all around the board. Um, so I don't know what else you say about it. Obviously, uh, you have to look at everything that's went on this season. There's definitely been some highs, um, been a lot of lows, but, uh, you know, this one was a little surprising because, um, you know, they, they – they should have beaten this team, especially with uh, everything falling into their lap like it like it has. Um, and uh, you know, they're, they're, the offense was just basically uh, catatonic. Uh, the best opening drive I've seen all year, and nothing after that. Absolutely nothing. And uh, you know, so it, 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 it'll be curious to see how they finish off and and, and what the off season brings. Of course, you know, there's rumors of. Many different changes, uh, you know, and, and where Adam Gase stands in all this, and uh, obviously, you know, uh, Rich's opinion on it. <laughs> I'm sure we'll get uh, a reverberation of that uh, to the tenth degree. Um, but uh, you know, uh, it, it is what it is, I guess. Um, the one one thing I, uh, you know, this is a, a Sunday night special show, so you get a little bit early. But uh, Rich, I must say, I, I I don't think that I've heard you as excited as the cheer of when the Dolphins were officially eliminated from the playoff hunt. This is the happiest I've seen you in a long time, my friend. Well, uh, you know, I, did I really want to see another game where they lose by six touchdowns? You know, I, I've seen enough this year of this team. I really don't need to see one more, you know. And here's the other thing, too. You keep saying everything fell into their lap. There's three teams with nine wins ahead of them. They couldn't make no, the no, playoffs no. if they won out. No, no, no. I, I, listen, you're talking about this game. But, I mean, it, yeah. they went to Minnesota they with the they whole team. one today. There's three other teams with nine wins. Are you listening to what I just said? Are you listening to what I just said? When no, they went to Minnesota. Oh, Minnesota, when I, when... okay. Okay. When they went to Minnesota, the entire yeah. season was in their hands. And what I'm talking about, they should, they should have beat, with everything falling in their lap even today with Jacksonville, they should have been able to beat Jacksonville, meaning they were on their own home turf. You know, they had the weather was there. You know, they were healthy as they were going to be. You know, they shouldn't have lost to this team. This team had four wins. This is not a great team. This is no. not even a good they team. Don't, they they should have beaten they're, they're, Yeah, they, they, played as, they played as bad as you can play. You can't really say anyone played good on either side of the ball today. 
Well, I mean, listen, the defense he wasn't atrocious today, but it, it certainly, um, you know, wasn't able to, to – there was one drive that, you know, obviously cost them the game. Um, and, you know, not happy about that. Uh, I think that they did put pressure on the quarterbacks, but then that kind of stopped, and that was surprising because early on they had a lot of pressure on the quarterback, you know, and that seemed to dissipate in the, in the late third, early fourth quarter. It was non-existent. Is that because the defensive linemen were just tired? Who knows? I mean, you know, Boyles, they brought him in. He's running all over the place like he's Steve yeah. Young. I mean, yeah. we can make – we we make garbage look like gold. I'm telling you, there's, there's nobody that can make any anybody look as good as we make them look. It's insane. You take a well, actually running think, back to run for 200 yards on us. It's amazing. Yeah. You know, well, I actually think that the injury hurt us. I think that we would have been better off with Bortles not coming in the game and, and adding that fast. You're probably right. right. Yeah, you're, you're probably right. Yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it just it, it just seemed like you know they they didn't have an answer for his his mobility and. uh you know, they, they seemed like they were able to keep the other quarterback in check, you know, longer. Um, a, a lot of strange things in this game. I, the Kiko Alonso thing, I've still been thinking about that. We were talking about that earlier today. You know, he, he was a game-day decision, so they said, hamstring or whatever. But then they said he warmed up fantastic. Now, if he warmed up and he couldn't go, I understand that. He just didn't have that kind of look. He was not on the no, sidelines. You know, and you know as well as I do, when somebody gets hurt like that and free – like and they're not going to play, right? And if it's like an yeah. injury, they're in sweats. They get they get yeah. in their uniform. He was in his uniform the whole day. There's there's yeah. something more to that story. There's something more. Yeah, you know? I would think so too. I mean, it, it yeah, yeah, it seemed like he was. It seemed like he wanted to play, and they pulled the plug yeah. on him for some reason. Now, if it is a yeah. disciplinary thing, that's one thing. If it's because they said. Um, you know, no, uh, you know, you, we don't think you're well enough. Uh, but that's kind of strange because then why was he even at the point of, of warming up? And, uh, you know, it seems like they wanted to get Hall in there. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's just bizarre what goes on with this club. It really and is. This may sound yeah. a little strange, but I wonder if there's an incentive in the contract. I really do. <laughs> you know, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's it, it, Absolutely could be, but, you know, hopefully, you know, next Monday we'll have a little scroll, maybe even Sunday night, you know, about the uh, mass exodus of this organization. Yeah, but, you know, the thing you you have to consider too, Rich, is how many times are you going to just keep rehauling, though? I mean, that's another thing, too. How many errors? I mean, it's just just Marino. It seems like one after the next. Everybody comes well, in for the four-year yeah. plan, and then they're out the door, and then there's a... You want to see this regime more? Though? No, 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 I'm not saying that, but my point is, you know, it, it, it's just, it just seems utterly ridiculous with this every time, you know? I mean, it's just con- complete continuation of the new regime and, and, and all this nonsense, you know? And you just got to ask it, yourself... But I think, I think you got to deal with it, because obviously well, the hierarchy well, in, this, in the front office can't win... They're, yeah. they're never going to win. So if you don't get rid of them now, it's just going to be more yeah, of the same. You, you know quarter, what, though? you got a huge quarterback problem at this juncture, too. You yeah. know, that's not, How about that's the, not changing. Yeah, let's take it all the way to the top, though. And you've said it all the way. Uh, you know, <laughs> the problem may be at the very top. I mean, that seems to be a big issue. Right? Yeah. I mean, that How seems to be a billionaire Yeah, you don't. And that's, that's my point. I mean, that's my point. Yeah. And, and, and you got to yeah. ask yourself, well, you know, who – are you surrounding yourself with? I mean, it just seems like the people that, uh, you know, you know, are because he's not a football guy. He doesn't know no. nothing about the X's and O's. Puts on the no. show, you know. It seems like, uh, you know, he, he shows well, up. The problem, and, is, the, the problem is he hires people who don't know anything about football. That, that, that's the big problem, you know. Well, well let's go and over it, his, his tenure. And his, when his he, big hire from the Jets knew nothing about football. But that wasn't beat. his original hire, though, right? I mean, who was his official – who who did he start off with? I mean, who was the football mind? I remember originally well, they talked about Carl Peterson coming in, right? That was the oh, first thing. Oh, remember when he came in, he had the leftovers, remember? And he, he just kept that? Yeah, and he kept and that then, until they fired him. Yeah. And then his first hire was Tannenbaum. So, he, so everybody that was there – 
When he took over, you're saying, was... Uh, yeah, Parcells quit, remember? <laughs> because he had yeah. the out. And then, you know, and, and uh, Ireland stayed. But that was quite a while ago. Yeah, of course it was. And Ireland stayed for a while. Yeah, if he was, did. He, he stayed... He didn't fire Ireland until, you know, until he got Tana Bob. Mm-hmm. No, he had Hickey first. He had Hickey yeah, I was going to say, yeah, I think you're missing somebody so in there, right? He was in between. Yeah, so this is like. What, so did he? Six, did he hire Hickey? Seven years ago. He, What's that? So he yeah. hired. So he hired Hickey. He, he hired Hickey. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Which you liked? You thought it was a good hire? I think it's a little overrated hire, but he's still in the league. Um, but you know, it, it just. They, they get a but, but yeah, but I get. I guess when you go back to uh, what you said, I mean, you, you're you're very hot right now on on the quarterback issue. So I guess we we address that. Um, you know, Ryan Tannehill this year, his winning percentage was very high. Um, he seemed like he wasn't making mistakes and basically was doing what he had to do. You know, just to win games. And I know that you were always, you know, you're always big on the yardage part of that. I'm not as big on the yardage part, but I do believe that there's been times when he's been inept, uh, you know, just to completely, and the offense has been inept, so that's going to show. I'm I'm Um, down on the yardage part because there's been second halves where he has 10 yards, 20 yards, 30 yards. He does nothing. I mean, how many three and outs we got to look at? I mean, when, when the game's on the line, he can't do anything anymore. Yeah, I, I mean, you had Brock Osweiler in there for a decent part of this season, too, um, and, it, and it seemed to be much of the same. Uh, you know, at what point, you know, do you, you look into drafting a young quarterback but then having nobody else there, or you still want to have uh, a We're veteran a quarterback? Situation. We're in a very bad situation because there's no one really free agency that's great. I mean, you know, you're going you're gonna to end up with a – with a Foles, maybe, and I don't think they're going to go after him. I think Flacco is, a, uh, you know, is somebody that they may bring in, and I'm not really, I'm not doing a dance step about that, you know. I mean, I think, you know, Flacco's at the uh, tail end of his career. I don't think that's a right. good move. And you know, and draft wise, I don't think there's anybody great coming out of college. Yeah, anyway, we're not so, going to be in that position to take him if there was. You know, we're so, in the middle of the pack. <laughs> So when you look at that situation, uh, you know, and uh, it doesn't make things. You know, you still have Tana, Tannehill under contract, but you, like you said, you're not going to pay him twenty-two million dollars a year. I think he's twenty-four it, million against the cap next year, or twenty-two million. Yeah. No so way. is it an all-out cut? Is it a renegotiation? Is it just a goodbye? And 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 then what? I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. You think I'm crazy? I could see somebody like Blake Bortles being in the Dolphin uniform next year. I know that sounds ridiculous, but I think that's a possibility. I think it's on that's the table, is what I'm saying. You're going to see a guy like that come in, and then you'll probably see a draft. You've seen it this year. You've seen the same move this year. What do you yeah, think Brock well, Osweiler was? Hopefully you don't have the same people making the decisions, my friend. You know? Yeah, but I got what you're saying. But who is this coup that he's bringing in? Is Mike McCarthy coming in? I is don't Jim know. Harbaugh I, coming I think, in? I think, I think Jim Harbaugh, Harbaugh. gets fired from Michigan. I think Jim yeah. Harbaugh comes from Michigan. I think that's a yeah. possibility. Yeah. You know? I, I don't know. He's, he, I think he has to blow it up. I think I think Greer, Tannenbaum, Gays all have to go. And I think the whole coaching staff. I don't think you hold anybody over. I think they, you got a clean house. Yeah, I get the cleaning house thing, Rich. Rich, I get the cleaning house yeah. thing. I hear it from everybody from here to Timbuktu for the last five. I get all that. You're missing my point. You're still stuck with Ross. Who's Ross hiring? Who's he bringing in? Okay, I get the Harbaugh thing. If he's going to pay an enormous <laughs> grooting contract to this Harbaugh to come from Michigan in there, I get that. That seems like that's the move that will bring people, and they'll they'll bring their own people. I get that move, but other than that, where's the football mind that's making all these decisions? Ross, Ross is going to do this from scratch. You're confident in that? I mean, I get that you're no, tired of a lot I'm of this not, stuff, and you, I'm not confident in it. But I got I I cannot watch another Dolphin game with Mike Tannenbaum. Well, another Tannenbaum off season of, of the Bodgery. I can't watch it. Yeah, it, it, I got guy, you. It, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous what's you. going on. I mean, it's an absolute three-ring circus what's going on down there. Yeah, well, I, I think you're uh, this guy sell a team. It's not up to me. I would tell him to go by the Knicks and leave me alone, you know? 
sell the damn team. But so you what know, you're saying, the, though. The, the problem is at the top. He hired Tannenbaum, okay? It's his okay, choice. But, but what you're saying, though, is you're saying that Adam Gase is not responsible because he doesn't have the groceries on the table to make the meal. That's what you're saying. You're saying that the Adam talent is the not worst, there for Adam Gates. The worst plate I've ever seen in my life. Okay, He's well, you can't have a pro plate. That's what I'm saying. So is is it Gase? Is Gase the problem? Is he not doing what he Part should do with personnel? He's not the solution. He's not the solution. That's for damn sure. Yeah. Jim Harbaugh, and that doesn't work out. Then where are you going? I mean, where, where are, are these coaches and st- Besides Mike McCarthy. The coordinator of the week. Mike McCarthy. Well, that's what I'm saying. Who else gets fired? I don't know. Other than Mike McCarthy, I don't know who else is a viable coach out there that's going to be. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you're talking about getting another coordinator. You got the coordinator. Gase was supposed to be the big coup, right? He was supposed to be the genius, the whisperer, all the nonsense that came with him. And so was Philbin. So was Philbin. Philbin was another coordinator. You can't get another coordinator. If you think this guy is going to find the next Sean McVay, you're crazy. You're crazy. I don't think so. I didn't like There's the no chance. You know what I mean? I didn't think Gators hire was smart from the start. I didn't understand why his 6-10 and 10 with the Bears was any different than right. their 6-10. It made no right. sense to me. I, I, I don't know what he ever did with Cutler. Cutler was an average quarterback when he was there. He was an average quarterback when he left. Well, what's the difference? I don't know. Right. They don't, they didn't uh, I Cutler agree. Last year, and he was below average. So I, I agree. What's the, yeah, what's the attraction of this guy? I agree, but here's the thing, Rich. I mean, listen, I'm past all of the the stuff the same as everybody said, and we've said week in and week out. I'm past that. I'm going to step step two right now. So tell me, okay, things are changed. What what is the next move? What's going to change, you know, future wise? And I, I don't necessarily see it unless you like like you said, you go for a hardball or something. He's gonna he's gonna bring his own guys. He's gonna do all that. But you're committing to that guy. For the next decade, literally, you're going to Gruden him. That's what it's going to be to get a guy like that. You're going to have to Gruden him. So if you don't like his personality, which, by the way, you don't, you better get used to seeing it day in and day out for a decade. Now, if you take that out of the mix, you take that out of the mix, the only other bona fide uh, out there is Mike McCarthy, besides who's going to get fired. And I'm just looking around, and it's scary because – I don't necessarily see, you know, uh, the only other person, listen, the only other person that I would even think would be a possibility would be an offensive coordinator or a defensive coordinator that's already had experience, like a Josh McDaniel, who already had the fiasco in Indy, and he thinks he's going to take over for Belichick. But unless you're getting somebody like that on the second go-around, which I might, you know, be in favor of, it's kind of slim pickings out there. It's a little scary. It is scary. I mean, you, you and I'm just talking coach now. Yeah, well, that scares me even more. Doesn't that scare you to death? I can't deal with yeah. another five of that. Oh, my goodness. No. No. Right? But, you know, so, we, we don't watch college football. Maybe there is the genius out there. I don't know if they know Yeah, but it. the genius out there, I'm not saying there's not. I have no faith. Yeah. And you getting rid of the entire staff, who's picking this? Ross? Ross is picking yeah. the college girl? Who's the name yeah. that's going to do it? That's what's scaring me. I'm past well, the other yeah, part. I got you. Yeah, I'm I way past you. that. I got you. I'm, I'm being but realistic you here. You certainly don't want Tannenbaum making the decision, Dave. I'll be honest with you. I have no faith in Ross making any decision as far as you that goes. Tannenbaum making the decision? No, so but you're missing. Vangini. I think Tannenbaum will bring in Mangini. That's what I said. I think. I, said, I, I mean, I think. I think. I think Ross. I think Ross would too. I think he's super high on his list. Super high, especially with the Jet. Super high. You you laughed at that. That was in the next segment. I was going to say, where does that line up, right? You know, that's somewhere in the mix. It's somewhere in the mix, right? Well, you know what they should do. They should hire Shiano, Shiano, and Mangini. Two of them, and move to oh. London. Let me be done with this. Oh, boy. (laughs) Scary thought. Quick break. Back after this. Hi, this is John Alford, all number 56, the old Miami Dolphin linebacker. You're listening to the Pat Catello Show. 
You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legends Show, sponsored by Iberia Tiles, with locations from Georgia to South Florida. Iberia Tiles offers over 3,000 products and complete peace of mind. From tiles, molasses, and stone to wood flooring, Iberia has a solution no matter what the size of your project. Visit IberiaTiles.com. That's I-B-E-R-I-A. And ask for Dave or call direct at 404-409-0746. And Fanatics.com. If you love the Miami Dolphins, then you need to visit Fanatics.com. Once again, that's Finn, P-H-I-N. And now back to your Miami Dolphins Pleasant Show with your host, Pat Catello. Catch us on iTunes. Go right to the iTunes store. You can download our latest episodes and uh, have them delivered right to your phone. Just go to uh, Pacatello Show. And uh, you can send us a, a question or comment at uh, Pacatello Show at yahoo.com. Uh, okay, so breaking news, Rich. The uh, Miami Dolphins and Stephen Ross have hired Eric Mangini to uh, become the new president of the Miami Dolphins and Greg Schiano to uh, head coach. <laughs> I bet you that wouldn't make you smile. Woo! It's a little early, obviously we're one game ahead of the curve, but uh let let's start looking at that personnel and, and, and you know, on the field to see exactly what you liked and what you didn't like. Uh Offensively, um, let's look at some of the moves. Uh, now, you know, pretending everybody comes back in a healthy season. I mean, wh- where do you think the Dolphins stand offensively? And and we've talked about the quarterback situation. Um, so obviously that's up for grabs right now. Uh, Ryan Tannehill did not finish the way you'd want him to finish this year. I think there was multiple times where he's had a chance. I think the biggest thing on Ryan Tannehill is the fact that he's never made a playoff game. He's never made it. Play- he's never played in a playoff game. I mean, he's you been know, there a while. The one year they make it. Next year is going to be like year eight of this guy, right? Yeah. And he's not getting better. It, it's not getting better. It's we, You have to move on from him at some point. I mean, right. Listen, if there's no options next year, I right. can see bringing him back at a reduced rate and then trying to groom somebody. You know, right. not, not what they have as backups now to try to groom right. somebody or try to draft somebody. But, you know, it's going to be very difficult. There's not a lot out there. You know, that's an issue. I mean, that's the biggest issue, but the offense, there's a lot of issues on offense. A lot of issues. Okay, well, let's start there. You you say there's a lot of issues on offense. Let's start with the wide receivers. Um, Wide receivers, you would think, are pretty stacked. Uh, Obviously, Devontae Parker is a guy that's probably going to be gone. But what do you like and what don't you like out of the wide receiving crew? Well, I don't like I don't like that we don't have height there. Number one, but number two, but if they're is, healthy, you do right. Parker, Parker's going to be gone. Did. Yeah, but I know I I always thought we were too short. I said it even when they're healthy. But Parker's going to be gone. You're going to have Stills back for sure. 
Albert Wilson, you hope, comes back as, you know, that's a bad injury. You hope he still has some speed left when he comes back, or that that's those, very bad. Those are good guys, though. I mean, they brought them in. You know, those guys, you know, can play for, hey, I mean, I'm content with that part, aren't you? If if Albert Wilson can come back healthy. You know, that's well, a good question yeah. mark. I don't know, that's a very, and we don't even really know what it is, do we? It's some kind of hip thing that he's not going to get surgery on. Right, so, right. Do we really even know what the hell it is, you know? No, I mean, I mean you we don't. He comes back like he like left the same way. Tough to say. Uh, you know, it's a scary injury, but the grand injury looked scary too. Um, yeah. So, you okay, know, I don't it, even really consider. A, do you even consider him a receiver? No, no, no. I'm just comparing injuries. No, I don't. Yeah, yeah. But I like know. him a lot, though. I think he's. I yeah, think he's know, doing yeah, a lot of good a, stuff. He's a good player. But, um, but no, I don't, know, I don't. I don't. I don't consider him that. Um, we, we need we need one or two receivers to bring in. There's no question about that because Parker's going to be gone. We're going to need that too. I mean, maybe Butler can be the guy. I don't know. You know, we haven't seen. I like what I saw yet. out of Butler. I like what I saw out of yeah. Butler. I loved what I saw out of Albert Wilson. Thought that was a great pickup. Yeah. Um, Kenny Stills. You know, uh, yeah, I, I I like Kenny Stills a lot. He's six one, by the way. He's not exactly short. I think you have a problem with slot receiver in Amendola, correct? I can't stand them. Uh, okay, so uh, I, I think he should be—he should be indicted for stealing. Well, uh, yeah, so uh, from that standpoint, you're looking for another slot receiver. I mean, that's the kind of guy you're—you're you're looking at yeah. another veteran, you know, or something like that. I don't think the receiving core is as bad. I do. I do have issues with the tight ends, though. I, I don't think the two tight ends turned out to be a, a, anything that no. we wanted, and you know, uh, uh, you know, Nick O'Leary no. is a different part of the tight end. So I'm not counting him. He's more like a blocking utility tight end. But I'm talking yep. about as well, far as you know. I think they could use him more in the passing game. He seems never to drop anything, but we we, we seem to have buried him after he had that really good game. I just think that we're so longing for a legitimate tight end like you yeah. see on a lot of teams, know. you know. It's been yeah. so long, and it just so doesn't long. seem like we have. And, you know, any any thoughts of Gillespie yeah. or, or Galecki being, you know, the guy, that, that seems to have – listen, he's only been a rookie. Things could change. I understand that. But it's been a disappointing rookie season, I think, from, from what uh, we thought that Mike uh, Gasicki could bring, right? Yep. Yeah, there's no question, man. It, it's it's bad, you know. Yeah. He didn't really, you know, the the the, the big blocking guy too really didn't do anything either. The Notre Dame uh, tight end, you know, Durham, Sm- Durham Smythe. Yeah. 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 They're right. still crying. AJ Derby got hurt. <laughs> right. Yeah, and you have Derby on there too. Yeah. That's yeah. true. So I think that that's an issue there. Offensive and line. You know, we have a big, uh, we have a big problem in the offensive in the backfield too. I mean, we we really don't have a, a you know a starting running back. Do you? Back. you, know, Do you the know? Score doesn't come Do back. You? Do we? Yeah, it provide, if you had if you had Gore and Drake again with these two young running backs, you really think that's an issue? I mean, that's something you would address. You would go out and get yourself yeah. a running back. I wouldn't. So I don't think we have a bona fide starter if you if you're thinking about it. Yeah. yeah, I disagree with that. I really do, Rich. I think Drake has shown yeah. that he is a starter. And Gore, Drake and Gore, I think that's one of the better one-two punchers Drake, in the I think league. Drake had twenty and, yards. And, and, they had Drake at twenty yards today. In a seven, yeah, but seven you know, he, but you know, he's hurt. And Bellage took most of the carries. He wasn't really starting, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, Bowden started. Bowden started and Bellage. Bowden started and you had. had yeah, I don't think we had 70 yards rushing today combined. Now, I'm not saying you did, but I'm talking about, you know, as I wouldn't address a running back situation. I, I really wouldn't. I think you're okay there. I, I, I think as far as things go, that's one of the areas you're much more secure in. You know, especially yeah. when you think about – especially when you think about uh, – uh, especially when you think about Bellage and uh, – and uh, – and, and, um, uh, Bowden, you know, you're Bowden has to throw in, but I really like what I saw in Balaj this year for the times he's played. So if you have a healthy Balaj, a healthy Drake, and and if Gore comes back, I think you're okay there. I don't draft anybody, and I and, and I don't think I pick up a free agent running back if you can sign Gore yeah. again. I'm more concerned with the offensive well, line than maybe anything. We're not going to be able to address everything, and here's the, 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 no. the biggest. No, well, that's what I'm saying. I take that off the table. Yeah. I take yeah. that off the table. But, I think yeah. that that's you know that's not an addressable I mean, I, I area. Think, 
the the big problem is the is the elephant in the room is the offensive line. It, yeah, you know, yeah, that's the problem. I mean, the tackles are okay. Again, I think we need two guards and a center. You know. Uh. Yeah, I mean, it, the the offensive line got a lot more solid. Um the last few weeks of the season uh, in certain areas, like you said, like you think the tackle stepped up, right? So you're, you're okay. You're comfortable more with that. <laughs> well, you can't replace the whole offensive line. So yeah, I'm comfortable with that. I mean, you know, I think Tunzel had a good year. As much as I don't like Tunzel, I think he had a very good year this year. And I think James uh-huh. made a, a nice comeback year this year. So yeah, I, I think that they, uh, the tackles are okay. But I think there's no question that we need two guards in the center. Two guards in the center. So you're not good with – I mean, you got – let me see. Uh, yeah, I know uh, you got Wesley Johnson. What, you have Swanson, yeah. right? Yeah. Larson. Larson. You know, yeah. No. I'm not good with any of them. And what are we on, our third center at this point? Yeah, well, you know – Brendel got hurt. I mean, that's that's the bottom line yeah. there. You know, he got hurt. Darren Kilgore got hurt. So yeah. well, and Kilgore Sitton got yeah. hurt. So so you're giving up on. Okay, so you're giving up on all, all these guys. I think. Listen, I think Sitton is 32, and yeah. uh, Kilgore I think is only 30 though. Rich, I don't think he's that old. I was looking at that. I don't think he's that old. I think he's only 30. Yeah. And Brendel's a kid. He's like 26. I mean, there's there's guys there. It's just a matter of where you they finish. You just can't, you can't count on these guys, 30-plus years old, to solidify your line when they didn't make it past week four last year. You know what I mean, this year? Yeah. You know, I, I right. can't imagine going to the next year. with You can't rely but, on that, but, you know? Right, but from the same token, though, you hate when they draft linemen real high. And to draft linemen, you know, say you're, a, say you're going to draft a, a center or a guard in the third or fourth round. Is that guy coming in and starting for you? Well, do you know why, Pat? Because we don't have – we haven't drafted a star in 100 years. And the, you keep drafting these guys that don't put points on the board. It gets frustrating. You know? You draft right, defensive right. backs and offensive yes. linemen and offensive yes. linemen. And you know what that translates to? Us bitching that we're not in the playoffs again. Yeah, no, I got what you're saying. That you know, you don't want to draft just uh, linemen or whatever. You want to get a bona fide star, a yeah, playmaker, you, you or a know point what you're maker. you doing in the draft, you could get those guys later in the draft. You don't right. have to get the surefire guy in the first round that everybody knows about. You can go yeah. to like Iowa State and find a center that can play 15 years and make the play yeah. ball. You know? Yeah, but these I'm idiots, with you. They, they don't know anything, so they have to keep going to the same hat all the time. Yeah, yeah, I got you. I'm with you on that. But I guess what I'm saying is, though, we just talked about how there was issues with the uh, the offensive line. So I'm just asking you where you're addressing them, how you're addressing them. It's if not you're gonna not going to get them. Well, yeah, you I, have to draft some, and you have to go out the free agency. And you okay, know, you have, I know. Yeah. I understand. But, but you can't have 79 holes. Can you draft an offensive lineman outside of the second round that you expect to come in and start as a rookie to fill in these gaps? That's my point. I don't think you can. Three of them, no. You, you probably get one of them. Can get you get one of them? them? I mean, yeah, maybe you can get one of them in the you know, second round or whatever. Yeah, maybe. But uh, you know what I'm saying? Well, it's like, doing it. you got a shot. Well. Uh, forget Tannenbaum. Who's going to be able to do that? Is anybody going to yeah. be able to do that? You know, forget Tannenbaum. If you look around the league, though, that's almost like I don't know if that's happening, right? I mean, you can yeah, you can get a lineman any time. But I'm saying if you're not drafting like a bona fide Jonathan Ogden type of guy, you know, or even a Juwani James or, or a Tunzel, as much as we said what we said about them, those guys came in and they started, right? Yeah, they started their rookie year, you know. But, I, you know, you can't – well, they they did. I think Juwani you know, James – I've seen a lot of linemen, though. I, I've seen a lot of linemen, especially guards, drafted late, you know, and, and that start, start and have the problems. Yeah, there's been a ton. Yeah. You know? It's just a, it's a stretch if that's where you're going to look to fill those offensive line needs, you know, for the injured guys. It's going to be tough. I think you're going to have to go in free agency for some of that if you're not going to – I would think so. You know, you have to go all avenues, but that's a big problem. And then, you know, you get the other side of the ball, which is no bargain either. 
Yeah, we didn't get there yet, but yeah, uh, you know, well, I, I still think I still think that. Uh, you know, the offensive line issues like you spoke of, I still think that they're going to probably, you know, look at those guys that are that are injured right now a little bit more so than you, you might think. You know, like I think when, uh, when they come back healthy, you know, they're going to be in the mix, I guess, if that makes sense. You know, yeah. and then see what, what happens from there. And they're not just going to completely wipe that slate of those guys. Yeah, no, you're probably right. Yeah, you know I'm right. I mean that that's what's going to happen. I'm not saying it's going to work. Yeah, I'm just saying that that's what's going to basically take place. Yeah, and then probably, uh, they probably have contracts more than a year. Yeah, more than a year. Yeah, 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 so they're going to be in the mix, and then maybe if yeah. you do that, then that'll enable you to then uh, go out and get some other guys, maybe draft younger guys, and see where that kind of takes you, if you will. Right. You know, yeah, something like that. It, it, it's been a problem. Listen, though, the offensive line has been a problem for a while. It's been a problem for a while. And I know that you come back all the time, and I understand what you're saying with Pouncey letting go and, and, and Incognito. But my point is, even with Pouncey and Incognito on this fantastic line that you say, they were still 6-10 and 10 and really not doing anything. Like, it wasn't like a special line. And Pouncey was out more than he was in when he was a Miami Dolphin, you know. So, I, I don't I just – it's been a long time since they've had any – Offensive line at all, but I do have a I, I do have a theory on that. I really do. And I was talking with uh, so with Damon about this the other day, and I really think that you can attribute a lot of it to the quarterback. And one of the reasons why I say that is because look at Bushrod, right, who was average yeah. at best when he played for us, right, and now he's the starting tackle. I think I'm the New Orleans Saints, right? Yeah. And he's doing really well. Yeah. I mean, I think he may have even been Pro Bowl nominated. He's doing really right. well. And I, I don't think for a second you can say that that doesn't have a pretty big attribution to Drew Brees. I think when you have a bona fide leader at quarterback, your offensive linemen step up to that. And I think they're held more accountable. And the reason why I say that is because in the 17-year career of Dan Marino, the offensive line was always where it needed to be, even when the people came in and out. They just seemed like that offensive line, for the most part, was always like on par. It was always good. And, yeah, yeah. there was good players there, but I think a lot of that also had to do with Marino demanding it and making sure everybody was responsible and didn't take plays off and all that kind of stuff. So I think that has a lot to do with it. When you look at the quarterback situation for the last eight years, you know, that, 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 that could be one of the one of the reasons for it. One of them. I'm not saying all, but, but one well, of the I reasons think that, for I think it. They yeah. again? I think Broke they change it up too much. There's no consistency. It seems to be right. always like a rebuilding process with their offensive line. There's no consistency yeah. to it. They, they made a lot of bad draft picks over the last decade. But you some know, would say the that the, the draft picks they the made, but the draft picks, the world. They, a couple of them, but the, the Bushrods, I mean, the uh, Juwani James and the Tunzels are the bright spots you just spoke of. They were drafts not that long ago. Yeah, so Pouncey, those picks Pouncey may have been panning out. out. Pouncey's on the Pro Bowl for another team this year. So, you know, yeah, I know you Rich, didn't like him, but you no, can't, I don't, but pronounce, you can't they, they dispute the guy's one of the best centers in the game. Okay, but he played and a he full just, year. Rich, the guy did not play a full year in the last four years with the Miami Dolphins. He was injury he prone. He was out more than he was in. He last played a full played season this games. year. 15 he played how many? Fifteen last year. Uh, listen, I, I think it's very safe to say he was very disappointing in the Dolphin uniform. Very disappointing. That offensive line stunk with him there. Tannehill was, I mean, you know. Um, all right, we got defensive problems as well. <laughs> I think our last break will come on back, and we'll try to address some of them right after this. Hi, this is Larry Zonka, and you're listening to the Pat Catella Show.
You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show, sponsored by Don Nottingham Associate Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance while playing for the Miami Dolphins in 1975. Don recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit him at www.donnottinghamins.com. And now back to your Miami Dolphins legend show with your host, Pat Catello. Dolphins legend show, Pat Catello, Rich Van Zandt, as we come to the uh, final stretch, uh, the Miami Dolphins uh, season now uh, at uh, a, a very low point uh, as the Dolphins go to 7-8 and eight right now, so uh, they will go up to Buffalo to uh, try to uh, fight from having a losing season this year record-wise. Um, and uh, we've talked about the offensive side of the football, and, of course, the defensive side of the football has a lot of uh, question marks as well. Um, Rich, I know that there's a, a, a – I think there's more question marks on the defensive side of the of the ball, but first and foremost, uh, let's let's talk about Matt Burke, and I know that there's been a lot of criticism of him uh, throughout the year. Um, uh, fair to say you're, you're not a Matt Burke fan, and Matt Burke would not be on your staff next year. No, he's terrible. I mean, you know, but, but you know, in his defense, not a whole lot yeah. to work with. You know, I don't think he's a good offense, a defensive coordinator. I think he's way over his head. But I certainly do not think that he had, like, you know, this a group of all-stars to play with. Well, if I gave you Matt Patricia as a, a coordinator, just for a sec, with this yeah. staff, you think he would feel the same way? With Xavier Howard, Rashad Jones, Mika Fitzpatrick, I'm starting there because obviously there's a lot of talent there. If you start there, I mean, you don't think he would enjoy that what 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 they have going on in the backfield there. You have a a defensive line of some you know veteran players. You know, me and you uh, we joke around with Cameron Week. I, I think Cameron Week's been a little overrated for a while, but um, either way, there's you know there's guys there. I don't think the pass rush was anywhere near where it would be. But if you had a coordinator no, like that, Quinn's a, Quinn's, a, Quinn's a huge disappointment. The, the defensive line's terrible. I mean, we've had clowns run on us for 200 yards this year. I mean, yeah. the defensive line's a disgrace. The linebackers are a disgrace. And, yeah, the only bright spot is some of the secondary. But I, I don't think Mika Fitzpatrick's a big bright spot. I think you're way off on that. 
Well, I'm saying if you were Matt Patricia or a defensive coordinator that comes in and sees that kind of talent, you, you know, I, I would think that a lot of the fact of what they've done with it maybe uh, has stunted them a little bit, I guess is my point. Yes. Yes. I mean, you know what I'm saying yeah, with that? Well, Matt Patricia probably would get more out of this defense. But right, that's, that's, that's what I mean. I, I still get think more. There's, a, there's a lot of holes and a lot of things have to change. But, you know, that's, a, that's another big problem. I mean, you can't revamp a whole team in one year. I mean, this is going to take no, a while but, to fix this damage, you know. But I think there's more talent there than you're giving credit for. I think a lot of it has to do with what they're doing with it. Yeah. To an extent, like, I, I don't think our linebackers are any good, you know. But a lot I mean, of them are really young, Baker, though. They have a guy Baker make them out of yeah. the loop. But I don't think yeah. McMillan's a good ball player. You know, but you I, don't I really know that yet, right? Because, I mean, this was, his, this was his first year, really, on yeah, the field. Yeah, I mean, could he bounce back? It's possible. If he was but on he had a better, team, fair to say he had a, much, he had a much better year than you thought he was going to have. that fair to say? I don't know. I can't remember, like, one McMillan play, can you? I no, but I, I think what I mean by that, but what I think I mean by that is he played 15 games. You didn't expect that, and he's been consistently yeah. there. Uh, you're right. I, there's no, I don't pull out the highlight highlight reel on our. I can't think of one play. Wow! Oh, right. What a great I'm, play by McMillan. I'm with you. Like I'm with you. But he's been there, and you've seen him in on plays all year long. And my point is, you know, <clears throat> he's been consistently there. So I don't know what he is. I don't know what he's going to bring. I'm with you there. I'm not making a case of what a superstar he's going to be. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is that, you know, he did bounce back from this injury, I guess, better than we thought, and that's a good thing. Um, And, you know, I don't know. I don't know what he would bring out of there. You've never been a Kiko Alonso fan. I think there's something else going on there, too. I think we were beginning to see some. I don't think he's that good. He's an average ball player, and, like, He's always three steps late to the play. I mean, you know, he's, you know, he has a lot of tackles because our defensive line stinks, and he's tackling people nine yards down the field. I'm not really impressed with Kiko Alonso. Well, what I think you're seeing now is I think you're seeing the writing on the wall. I think there's something going on with Kiko Alonso, uh, like we've talked about in the beginning of the show. I think there's something going on there with him not playing today and the way he was acting. So I, I, I think there's more to that story, and we'll see, you know, where that goes. I've always said Kiko Alonso is a playmaker. If you put good people around him, he'll, he will make things happen, and I think you'll like him a lot. If you make him the star of the show or you make him the guy who's got to step up to, to be the anchor, you're going to be in trouble. That's the way I look at him. You know, right. I look at him as a guy that you put him on a good linebacking crew, you know, then and he can roam and he can do things and take chances. He's going to make some big plays, and you're going to smile and be like, yeah. But if he's the guy that you're relying on to be the studfast anchor and leader, you're going to have a problem because you're right. I mean, he a lot of times he is steps behind, and, uh, you know, there's a lot of times where he's just, uh, he, he, yeah, I got what you're saying. I understand exactly what you're saying. And so, you know, that that's that that's something that's got to have to be addressed, you know, and uh, and where they go with a lot of these guys. The one thing I will say that I don't like about Burke or this defense or whatever, they're not aggressive at all. They're tentative. They're almost tentative and shy. I would rather they be aggressive and get beat on big plays. You know what I'm saying? I could deal with them being aggressive and getting beat on big plays. And I don't mean their stupid blitzes that they do occasionally that never work. That's not what I mean by aggressive. What I mean is, like, you know, go all out. I mean, I want to see them attack, attack, attack. They always seem timid to me. Like they're more apprehensive than anything else. You know what I'm saying? You know, I was worried about protecting needs, but... Uh, but you know, by the skin of their teeth, and just you know what I mean. I just I don't like that mentality. I don't think that mentality wins in the NFL. I just don't think it does. No. It's almost like you're waiting for for the the shoe to drop. You know, all the time. You know, you see this team exposed when they play good teams. I mean, what happened today was ridiculous because they played a really inferior team today and they look lost 
You know, well, I was gonna, I was going to yeah. say it almost seems like they play better against good teams, Rich. This this team almost seems like they play better against good teams. They step down to the level of competition all the time. It's kind of ridiculous. Like this was this team today. I mean, they really st- this team was struggling coming in here. This team was in really in a lot of trouble. I mean, like if you look at it, you know, Tennessee obviously a good team. They beat them. They come up to New York for the Jets when the Jets were playing the best football in the league then, right? They were 2-0. They were playing really good football. They beat them, you know. Um, the, obviously, they, you know, it was a luck game, but they played back and forth with the Patriots a couple weeks ago, you know. They beat the Bears. Yeah, I mean, they, they play up there. By the, they got slaughtered by the Patriots the first time they played them. Yeah, they did. But, I mean, they went tit for tat with them this time. You know, it yeah. just seems like they, you know, it seems like they can play against good teams. It seems like they play these teams like that they should run all over and they lay an egg. Yeah, I'm not saying Minnesota's not a good team, but they really have a real team, pitiful. Real, real pitiful. Yeah, real pitiful performance coming off the miracle of Miami game and then showing up like they did yeah. there. That was terrible. <laughs> that oh, really was. It was deflating. Uh, You know, we've said it all along. I think Gase is a lot more responsible than a lot of people are giving him credit for. Not exactly me and you, you know. But I I, I think that uh, I think a lot of this goes on and hinges on him. Um, I'm tired of the routine. You know, he's writing plays on the bench by himself. That's ridiculous to me. I mean, that's ridiculous to me. Did you see he looked up at the big screen when the crowd cheered? Yeah. To see what the yeah. hell was going on when they yeah, let up that big play? It's not offense. It, when, when the defense is on the field, he doesn't even pay attention. Which I got. I, I, yeah, exactly right. Now, I've seen Belichick do that. But it's a lot different because when I see Belichick do that, he's got five linemen on the on the bench, and he's sitting down with a piece of chalk and a chalkboard, and he's going over yeah. something and doing it. We've seen that firsthand, me and you, in person. We've seen that, yep. right? Uh, that's a lot different than going on the bench by yourself. It didn't look like anybody was even near him, and he's writing down plays, and he has to look up to see why everybody's booing or what the big play was that <laughs> – <laughs> that's ridiculous to me. That's absolutely yeah, ridiculous. You know why? Because I think he's a coordinator. That's what I think he is. That's the mentality that he has. That's what a coordinator would do. Yeah, and okay. that's probably well, was, he ever, was he ever really good at that either? Can't tell you because I really didn't follow him enough. I agree with what you said. I never understood what was so good about the 6-10 and 10 Chicago Bears season. Well, and, here's the best part, right? Like they, yeah. They, they, you know, they claim like he was great with Peyton Manning. You know what that mm-hmm. means? That Peyton Manning, you agree with what Peyton Manning says he wrote with. That's how what Peyton Manning yeah, says is a good Somebody who doesn't well, dispute what he thinks. Right? I mean, well, I got ridiculous. one better for you. I got one better for you. He left the Denver Broncos. They went to a Super Bowl and won. He left yeah. the Chicago yeah. Bears. They seem yeah. like they're one of the best teams in the NFL right now and up and coming. So both teams yeah. that he left seem like they are much yeah, better without him. Better than no. his team. Yeah, exactly. Now, yeah. I'm not saying it's on him. It could be a lot of coincidence or whatever. I'm not putting it on him, but that is the facts, is it not? Yeah, it's the facts. <laughs> I mean, that's the facts. You can so what do you tell want? me all the reasons. You want, you want them to bring anybody back? Uh, player-wise? I th- uh, yeah, I mean, no. I think. No, not player-wise. Coaches. Office, yeah, no, no, I, no, no. But my 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 concern, Rich, my concern is is I can see a reboot of monstrous proportions again. I can see another Philbin era right in front of me. That's my concern. I don't. I don't. What's the alternative? Well, I think that you have to be smart. You don't, you and, don't, you don't, listen to me. You don't, you don't, like, uh, you don't keep driving a 72 pin out. No, Rich. You, you know, know what you're afraid you're going to get a 74 pin out. You know I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be honest with you. I, I would not go after Harbaugh. I don't think that's the right move. I think it's a panic move. I think it would be a move that you're putting all the chips for the next decade 
into Jim Harbaugh. I think that would be a real gamble, and I think it might have some success, but I don't know how long ago it is. If I had to choose right now, I think I would make a play for Mike McCarthy because I think that that's a guy, if you're going to make a move, that that's a guy who's won a Super Bowl, but he's also a guy that's, that's going to get your team in the right direction. He's going to get the team playing decent, fundamental football for a long time. He's a football well, here's guy. My, He's here's my thing about Mike McCarthy, okay? Yeah. He won a Super Bowl, right? Yeah. No other coach Nobody's won a ever, Super Bowl anywhere no. else. I, I got Mike you. Mike McCarthy's going to be the first one? Well, uh, listen, uh, the guys that have flirted with it, you know, Mike Holmgren was the closest, right? You had yep. uh, Parcells, Vermeil in the opposite direction. But um, I understand what you're saying. But at this point... I think you almost have to get some consistency. Those are the guys that I know out there. Now, if I was going to make well, McCarthy, a coaching, supposedly McCarthy wants the wants the Browns job because of Baker. You know who doesn't? I think, who I think doesn't? I told you that. Oh, okay. I told you that how many years ago? Yeah. That is the that but, is the well, that remember, is the biggest lollipop right now. And the Jets are going to go after him hard too. They have a young quarterback. Yeah. Is is McCarthy going to want to come and work with Tannehill? No. Or no. He no. He's not. He's not, probably. He's not going to be at the top of his list. And I'm just talking out of the two guys. I'm just telling you out of the two guys. There's going to be a lot more people in the mix, and we'll deal with that in future shows. I'm just telling you, out of the, out of the two people with Harbaugh or him, I would rather go that route. The Harbaugh route scares me a lot. It really does. I, I can well, see you, it being I'm a, not a Harbaugh guy. You know I don't like him. I know, I know. I know. You're you're just a fr- I know you're frustrated right now and uh, we'll see but um you know uh, there'll be more names in the hat so we'll we'll see but, how yeah. that plays out. Next Sunday night, yeah. Monday morning I get the scroll that you know you know you know Mike Tannenbaum and and uh, and Gaze and Greer been let go. I'm not going to be upset about it. You know that we're going out for a yeah. drink. You know, you know how they pop the champagne when the last undefeated team wins? We're going out drinking, my friend. We're going to celebrate, especially when this jackass Tannenbaum gets fired. What a, the dopiest hire in the history of the NFL. And it's just Rich. end it, Ross. End the mistake. End the mistake. Yeah, I, I got what you're saying. Uh, you know, still uh, I still have issues with the the top top, and that's Ross. So we'll see where that goes. We are actually out of time for tonight, but um, we'll continue it. It's going to be interesting to see how it goes on. Thanks for joining us, everybody. We'll see you next week on the Top of the Legend Show. Took a look down a westbound road, right away I made my choice. Headed out to my big two-wheeler, I was tired of my own voice. Took a beat on the northern plains and just rolled that power off. Twelve hours out of Mackinac City, stopped in a bar to have a brew. Met a girl and we had a few drinks and I told her what I decided to do. She looked out the window a long, long moment and she looked into my eyes. She didn't have to say a thing. Congratulations, you've just been handed a huge new opportunity. Bravo. With it comes the need for new skills, skills you'll need to master in short order. 
year, Harvard Business School Executive Education helps executives like you develop the hard and soft skills it takes to succeed in new roles. This is your chance. Go. Start by going to hbs.me slash go. That's hbs.me slash go. I don't mean to be so uptight, but my heart's been hurt a couple times by a couple guys that didn't treat me right. I ain't gonna lie, I ain't gonna lie. Alexa, play Meant to Be. Okay. If it's meant to be, it'll be, it'll be. Baby, just let it be. If it's meant to be, with Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get access to over 50 million songs. Download the Amazon Music app today.